Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello. How are you doing? How are you getting on? Any news? Have you been keeping well? What did you get up to? What are you up to now? Please, please give me the answers back. Email me any day of the week, any hour of the day. I promise to get back to you within five minutes. Owncollie at gmail.com for those that do want to get in touch. Besides that, hope you're keeping well. Ladies and gentlemen, today is November 21st. Time is 8.30. And again, I'm cutting it tight, boys. I'm cutting it fucking tight. But it's great to be here anyways. And I hope everyone's keeping well. Hope you had a good weekend. I just got back from... Um, I was down in Wexford and then I was also in Dublin and I want to thank everyone for coming out to the gigs that were there and also to coming out to all the gigs so far. I really appreciate it and uh, finally feel like I'm really getting into my stride now so I'm hoping to see you along um, the way for the, for the rest of them. Um, I've got one in Kildare, one in Ennis and then a few abroad and then I have um, probably some more in Ireland so... Should be a good old crack now, hoping to see you along the way. Um, anyways, besides that, I must say Wexford is a great town. It's um, lovely. Well, it's a great county. I went to a place called the Raven Point um, in outside Wexford there. It's lovely. It's a lovely park and uh, loads of cars there because there's a huge area to go for walks and it's a lovely beach. I think it's called Caracool or something like that. That was absolutely gorgeous and it's true what they say about... Wexford and the sunny southeast, they get fucking good weather. They get such good weather that I seen a fella walking around town in a pair of dungarees. Yes, cut up to the knee. And I thought to myself, he's so lucky to have this kind of weather here. Because if you go back to Mayo, it's probably going to be a bit colder and a bit wetter. But then later on that day, I called home. My mother was like, have you been outside today? I said, I have. She goes, what do you make of it? I said, it's a bit nippy. She goes, yeah, but it's lovely weather. It's very clear, very blue skies. And I said, yeah, it's similar enough around here. It's very mild. And then my brain was thinking, oh, is this global warming now? Is this what they've been talking about? The weather uh, just getting hotter all the time. Or maybe it's just this particular year, autumn decided to not rain very much. Whatever it is, it's been a very nice autumn so far. It's nice to see the leaves falling off the trees and it's nice to see the seasons changing. But today, by jays, there was an owl nip in the air. 3.5 on the bypass it was. I even, on the clock of the car there, I have this little thing that I've never seen before. And it's an old digital clock. But whatever happened, when it goes below 2 degrees, a little kind of uh, snowflake shows up. So that's what I had on the car today. And I remember thinking to myself, I better be cute. Because around that time when that starts showing, there's talk of black ice on the road. And you want to be so careful of black ice and white ice. Any ice at all, really, you just want to be cute. You can go slipping and sliding and uh, thankfully it's uh, fairly decent now on the roads. But if you're down some of those by roads, you wouldn't know what had happened. But I had a great time anyways in Wexford and also in Dublin. It was great to be back in my home away from home. I spent many a year in Dublin. It was great to be there. Um, And you see all the old haunts as well and all the old places that you lived. When I was living in Dublin, I think I moved between, I'd say I moved between maybe six different apartments in the space of about five years. I started off in Harvell's Cross, 
And actually, now that I think about it, I kind of nearly... No, I didn't finish up in Harold's Cross. I started off in Harold's Cross. I was living with uh, some people from home. And then I moved over to Kildare Road up there in Kimmage, beside the the four roads. Um, I was living up that way. And then I think... Oh, no. I'm after forgetting loads of houses there, and I apologise. I want to go back, because I went from Harold's Cross into the city centre, actually. And I was living in... Mountjoy Square West and that's when I started hanging out with a gang of Venezuelans about six of them living in the house and myself squeezed into squeezed into a two bedroom apartment I used to share a room with started off with a Brazilian fella and then he moved out and then another Brazilian fella moved in and he moved out and then a fella from Venezuela moved in and then we started living together for like a long time and uh we used to have some funny scenarios because we had we both had a bed each in the room. So sometimes he might go out and he might be like, um, I might be back at around four o'clock in the morning. I'll try not to be making any noise. And I'd be saying to him, yeah, just don't come in banging because I've got to be up for whatever time tomorrow. Probably not that early anyway, maybe 10. I was never a morning person anyways. But um, or else I might be going out and I might say to him, listen, do you mind if I come in making a lot of noise? Because that's what will probably happen. Maybe some of the lads call over to the house. It was so central. But anyways, as I'm getting down to it, basically what I'm trying to say is that when I was living in Dublin, um, I moved between lots of different houses. And uh, getting back there anyways the other day, it was great to be back, great to reminisce and to see so many people. You wouldn't see as many now in Mayo because uh, even though the towns in Mayo, they're doing very well now, they're thriving. You see a lot of traffic around the place and you see people who you haven't seen since school days knocking around the place and people are coming home from Australia and coming home from Dubai and all these different spots and they're moving into the small villages and towns which is lovely to see it but it's also nice to get into the the big smoke of Dublin and to do a bit of walking around the place where did I go to now now that I'm trying to think about it oh I went to um I went to Fibbers on Parnell Street there it's an old rock pub there I'm sure you're familiar with it it's a very famous pub for having three or four pool tables out the back and a lot of crack to be had out there in the uh, pool area. There's like a, a punching machine. There's like an outdoor bus thing that you can get craft beer out of if you want to. Or you can go inside, listen to a lot of rock music. And uh, it's a great health spot, so it is. And I was in there one night and I had a couple of scoops. And um, it was a fun time. Uh, but mostly I just walked around the streets and... It was kind of cold as well, so I was doing a lot of fast walk and I was trying to get my 10,000 steps on the old Fitbit. And some days I got it, some days I only got two or 3,000, but sure. As this man says to you, as long as you're outside anyways, and that's not, that's not half of it. But I'll tell you what I did see. I've seen a lot of Christmas stuff going up and a couple of Christmas songs been played in different shops. And part of me was thinking, oh, this is too early. This is too early to be talking Christmas. It's only, what, November... I think it was November 19th or 18th when I was looking around and the song was on um, Knocking around the Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. And that's really a Christmas song you play only the last week of Christmas. That's a real, you know, a liver shot in terms of the impact it makes. But if you're playing it now already, people are going to start getting bored if you're going to start playing Christmas music on November, you know, end of November. Really hold out, hold out until I would say the 5th of December 
because then you're in December, you know, you got the first few days there, you're kind of thinking, oh, I can't wait for Christmas to really kick off. So the momentum is building up. You want to build up the appetite for Christmas. And then when it comes down to the cock and balls of the whole event that is celebrating the old babbing there in Israel, it, you know, it culminates from the fifth onwards. You stick up a tree on the fifth, you start, you know, buying your presents or if it's whatever you're doing. I don't even know what I'm going to do this year, but I was thinking about, um, I'm thinking about doing something that costs nothing but means the world. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, I could probably write a letter maybe to, and to maybe my brother or sister and say, how are you getting on? Listen, great time for you. Hope you're doing well this year. Looking forward to seeing you very soon. Hope everything's good with you. Any news anyways? Let me know how you're getting on and big wishes for the year coming. Send that to them. Maybe get them a picture that I found in uh, an old press and voila, you've got a lovely present that's going to make them think didn't cost you a penny, didn't cost them a penny. No money went to good old Jeff Bezos and the world is a better place because of it. Now we got a question in from a fella here and he said to me, would you date interplanetary species such as an alien from Pluto? And that's an an interesting one. It got me thinking because uh, I tell you what was the real turning point in my life for that kind of stuff. When I watched the movie Avatar, I remember thinking, I really fancy that Avatar um, character. I don't know what the name was. I don't know what the character was meant to be doing. Or, but basically it was like a, a blue monster, kind of blue greeny monster with a tail. And I was like, oh, that's that's a very kind of attractive creature. And so to answer your question there, I would say, yeah, I'd love to. I'm I'm very much game for dating aliens and, you know, just getting stuck in, seeing what they're all about. I'm sure they've got their own kinks. I'm sure they've got things that we could only dream of doing to ourselves that they're like, hold on a second. I've got exactly the thing that will make you really enjoy yourself. And they might get you to turn in a certain way or bend in a certain way, whatever it may be. But you can be guaranteed a good night with an alien. That's all I'm saying. And if... Yeah, I'd, I'd only imagine the people from Pluto would be a beautiful blue colour with blue hair, maybe look like Smurfs. Um, I'm sure somewhere down the line, maybe in maybe 50, 60 years, you're going to have people from Plutonese maybe listening to this podcast going, oh, you shouldn't have said that. But I um, just, I'm giving you all compliments. Genuinely, I would, I think it'd be great if there was... Well, we know there's nobody on Pluto. We've been there. We've checked the place. There's nobody around. We know the same with Uranus. We know the same with Mars. We know the same with um, all the other ones that are there. I can't really remember them now. Um, Pluto, Uranus, Mars, Venus. There's a few more as well that I just, they're not coming to me. There's the moon. Um, But we know we've checked those places. There's nobody there. But if we went further afield, and there was people on a planet there and they didn't really look anything like us. Maybe they had, for example, they had, um, they were looking, looking a bit like an octopus, we'll say. But they had sort of, I don't know, I don't know what kind of features. They didn't even have faces, but they kind of had eyes and they had a weird nose. Would I date them? Yes, definitely. I would love to see what would happen. And I think it would definitely spice up the market a small bit, so to speak. Um, but that's my answer to you anyways, and I hope that suffices. What would you do yourself? Would you be interested in dating interplanetary species um what about the whole idea of going to the moon or to 
Pluto or anywhere for a long weekend. You go up there with a group of lads, you're going on a stag do and you go up there and you just hang out and it's just like basically barren, a barren gaff. But there's a few maybe pop up bars set up and you just drive around the place and it's very quaint and a very quiet place that you just chill and uh, I don't know, maybe you end up having sex with an alien. Just a little bit of a pet peeve that I have. Something that really pisses me off is a friend of mine who, he doesn't drive. So I bring him places sometimes. But when he gets into the car, he starts moving the seat, turning the knobs. He starts putting the fan up. He starts changing which direction the heat's coming from. He starts messing with nozzles that he shouldn't be anywhere near it. And I think that that's a line that he's crossing. What do you think? Is he crossing a line there? Should he be doing that? Um, but I, I just I just think it's too much the other day we were driving through a town and he goes to me stick it into third I think I was probably revving the car too much I was going through a town in second gear which I know is not the most ideal uh, gear to be in going through a town but he goes to me stick it into third this is after he number one he changed the radio number two he'd been messing around with the heating so now the car was cold because he had a jacket on him and he wanted to cool the car down. And I said to him, I need to have the car warm or else if, if the car is not warm, I won't be able to concentrate. But he was more concerned with his heat, even though I was dropping him somewhere. So there was that on top of the fact that I wanted to listen to an Alanis Morissette song on the bypass. We were driving somewhere. The song was playing. It was, I think, uh, could have been classic FM or someone like that. He said, no, that's a shit song. And he changed over to, I, I don't know who it was, but it wasn't any better, the song. And, I let him change and then he had the cheek to say it to me as I'm driving through the town in second gear stick it into third there and I was kind of half looking at him out the side of my eye going who does he think he is but what do you think is it is it wrong to tell someone how to drive if you're sitting in the passenger seat or even if you're sitting in the seat behind them is that a bad thing to do or is it fine uh, I don't know myself I, I know that sometimes when I'm in the passenger seat and a person is driving I do get kind of nervous so i be like, oh, slow down, slow down there going around that turn. Or I might start holding on to the dash and uh, put my hand on, uh, on I put, put my hand anywhere that's not meant to be now, but I'd put my hand on the handle, we'll say, of the door, just in case, you know, whatever happens, I've, I can grip that and that can hold me down tight. Um, but in terms of nozzles and uh, knobs, would I be turning them if someone else is driving? I've done it in the past, definitely. I probably shouldn't have done it. I've actually gone as far as beeps for somebody else. I've beeped on someone else's behalf, which is not a good thing to do. But sometimes when there's a driver in front of you and the driver is too is too calm, you have to say, I'm going to take matters into my own hands here and I'm going to beep the horn for the driver. But that's a big mistake. I remember doing that to somebody and I felt so bad after because the person in the car in front, we, we both stopped in traffic and the person in the car in front was looking directly at the driver, giving them dirty eyes thinking they were so rude to beep even though we we're coming up to a red light and I just got carried away I shouldn't have done it it was a big mistake and I want to apologize again and I learned my lesson never to press another man's horn when he's driving but I in terms of nozzles sometimes sometimes the wrong radio station's on and you have to flick it over just to keep the energy levels up because especially the worst thing about the radio in the car is that on every hour 
It's news, 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 news. And it's the same news all the time on every different station. News, 10 o'clock. News, 11 o'clock. News, 12 o'clock. Come on. We've heard it already at 10 o'clock or maybe we've heard it at 9 o'clock. Or if we want to know the news again, we'll check it out on the phone. But please, I think what they should do is, for that, for the hour, when they're on the hour, instead of telling us the news, they should say we're going to pick a random song on any station in the world. Or we're going to pick a random song anywhere in the world. We're going to press like maybe a button on an alphabet. We'll say it's B. And then you'd go to Bulgaria and you'd stick on Bulgaria's number one track in the world. Um, or sorry, Bulgaria's number one track in the charts today and see what that is. And it could be pop one week and it could be hip hop another week and it could be jazz another week and it could be line dancing on a, another, on a Tuesday. You know, and every hour you got a chance to do that because I think the news goes on from, we'll say, one o'clock to one o five or maybe one o six. And then they do the weather. And the, the weather doesn't need to be done every hour either. All we got to do is, is look outside or else again, just check the phone if you want to do it. And I know, don't get me wrong, I, I'm a huge fan of Martin King. Love what he does. Love the way he delivers the weather. But, um, and also the ones in TG Car and RT. There are, you know, it's nice to see the, the weather going on, but at the same time, sometimes they tell you the weather and then you look outside and you're like, hmm, looks very different out there now than what they've been telling us. My father, I mean, my father is always saying to me, oh, they told us it was going to rain, but today's a lovely day. And I'm in, my mind, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I suppose we probably should just at least enjoy the day then. I mean, that's the most positive thing here. But me and him, then we get into an argument and maybe we're like, yeah, they, well, we wouldn't get into an argument, but we'd start giving out saying, how can they be getting the weather wrong? That's their job. When in fact, we probably should just be enjoying being outside, having the crack. Just two grown men having a conversation together. Now, before I head off this week, I just want to thank uh, everybody for supporting me on the Patreon. I really do appreciate it. And I'm um, going to get back to putting segments into the podcast again. I I was kind of driving around the, the country a bit this last few weeks. But now I'm going to concentrate on putting the segments back into the podcast here. And any Q&As, any questions you want to ask any relationship advice or any of that kind of stuff that you want to get off your chest or you might have a random story you want to tell or you might have something that's kind of a burden on your shoulders these days and you might want to get it off your chest. So please get in touch. I'll keep it anonymous and I'd love to hear from you. But just wanted to say thank you so much for all the support on Patreon. You're absolute legends. It really means a lot to me. And anyone that's been listening to the podcast, that's uh, really uh, nice of you to be, to be listening to me talking shite. And also, I want to thank Golden Bake for their continued support. Your delicious jam ones continue to rock my world. And they are lovely. And uh, also to BCR, who are looking to employ trades people in the uh, Dublin and outer Dublin region. So get in touch. Check them out. Um, there's a link there in my bio on Instagram if you want to check it. Own Colgan Fitness. And it's an ironic name because these days... I'm not really in shape. I I was in good shape about two months ago, but I I need to get back out walking again. I need to get back out, back out running. The running has to come back in before the Christmas because Christmas is going to be a time of pudding and turkey. And if I keep going the way I'm going on this trajectory towards Christmas, I have a funny feeling by January I'm going to be carrying a lot of timber. 
Um, I've already put on a few pounds or a few kgs, a few stone as we used to call them back in the day. But um, I, you see, the problem is, the problem is I got a taste for chocolate again when I was driving around the place in crisps and uh, drinking soft drinks and stuff like that. So I'm going to have to get back onto the water again and the green tea. And as I said, go for a few walks around the place. So um, and get back into the running. That's definitely something I'm going to do now. So I'm going to hopefully go for a run tomorrow. We'll see what happens, but I'm going to try and do an old 5k power walk run. And besides that, I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. I hope everyone out there is keeping well. Please don't hesitate to ever get in touch. My email is uncolly at gmail.com. And besides that, hope you have a lovely end to your week and a great start to next week. Bye bye. See you soon. Okay. Take care. Yeah, see you. Bye bye.